Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Self Made Mastery. I am your host, Adrian Finch, and this is episode number 75, Mastering Manifestation Part 3, the final installment in this three part mini series on techniques to further your ability to manifest your desires and live your dream life. If you missed part one or two, feel free to pause and go back or continue listening to this episode and you can revisit those parts later. There's no particular order for these parts, so listen as you please. So in part one, we dove into the science behind visualization, why and how it really does work, and some new ways to visualize that lots of professional athletes and master manifestors swear by. In part two, we went deeper into the power of using affirmations. We talked about how to create them, why they're so powerful, and how best to actually use them in your daily life. And today in part three, we are going to talk about ways to boost our positivity because after all, we are manifesting every day whether we know it or not. And one of the greatest ways to get into that high frequency zone, the good vibrational zone, is to take small steps towards creating a generally more positive lifestyle and outlook on things. If we can train ourselves to see the good in things, find that silver lining, keep our attitudes more positive and happy more often, then we vibrate the correct frequency and energy and we attract more of that same thing back into our lives. So we're gonna be discussing a few easy ways to boost your positivity, especially amidst a crazy weird year that is 2020, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Self Made Mastery Podcast, your ultimate guide to total transformation. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create and live their dream life. And the best part is, you only need one thing to start, your mind. So join me here every Wednesday on this transformative journey to master your mindset and unlock your greatest potential. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Self Made Mastery. My name is Adrian Finch and I am your host. And I just want to say thank you so much for your patience this last week. If you follow the Instagram account, you would have seen that when I sat down to record last week's episode, my podcast microphone cord just completely snapped just broke right off into the microphone I was worried I actually damaged my microphone but I didn't and it was all good except for the fact that it was the day before Thanksgiving so a lot of things were closed couldn't go get a new one decided you know what I'll enjoy the holiday weekend I'll get a cord next week and we'll be back at it with part three of this mastering manifestation series so thank you so much for your patience it was actually funny I just want to um, give you guys a little bit of a story uh, real quick before we get into it is just along with my uh, wire breaking, there were like three other things that happened that day that just were showing me the universe was just trying to mess with me that day. Um, in the morning, I was trying to reach for my Christmas decorations that are in this closet that I have. And I dropped and shattered a candle, like a big candle, all the glass shattered on the floor, which was fine, except that I was like, okay, no problem. I'll pick up the big pieces and I'll grab the vacuum. I'll vacuum the rest. So I kind of jumped over it. I was barefoot. And then I realized I had let my best friend Haley borrow my vacuum and she went out of town. So I didn't have my vacuum. So I was like, okay, 
okay, no problem. I'm going to open this brand new vacuum that I was going to gift to my mom, but she'll understand. I really had to vacuum up the glass. So I took care of it, no problem. Uh, But then later that day, I sat down to record and my cord broke. And I was like, again, no problem. Here's the crazy part. This whole entire day, I was in the best spirits, so happy. Like none of these things affected or bothered me. And as we talk about all the time with manifestation and just kind of putting out positive um, vibrations into the universe, which is very much what we're going to be talking about today. So this is very related. Um, As we talk about like when you don't let those small things really affect you or, you know, you give yourself a couple seconds to be angry and then you're like, okay, it's fine. Totally fine. Not a big deal. We can problem solve. It's not the end of the world. There are worse things, right? So I was in great, great spirits, but things kept happening. So then I was on my way to a workout and my car started flashing this red light and beeping at me and I gave it a quick Google and it said, if that happens, pull over immediately and turn off your engine. It's dangerous. I was like, oh my gosh. So I literally abandoned my car at a gas station and was like, how am I going to get to my workout on time? I tried to call an Uber. It was going to be too late, but my friend Lonnie ended up coming to the rescue and getting me and we ended up making it there on time somehow, which was incredible. But then after that after all of that my airpods which we needed to use for the workout it was like a silent disco kind of thing just decided to stop working so literally this was one thing after the other after the other after the other four things that just did not go my way the day before thanksgiving but still amongst all of those things i was still in amazing spirits literally it just didn't bother me i was like okay well this throws a little bit of a curveball in my plan but not a big deal So I kept sitting there and I was wondering like, Adrian, okay, what do you think is happening right now? Because you are having an amazing attitude about this and yet things still keep happening. And I was just a little bit, I got a little wordy. I was like, all right, is the universe trying to tell me something? Is something worse going to happen? Like, is it just trying to get me to go home? And I ended up being on the phone with my dad and he was like, it's the poltergeist. This is a sign. Go home. And he was kidding. But he was like, go home, honestly, like go home. Don't leave. (laughs) But anyway, no, we were kind of joking, but it was just a really interesting experience. But it just goes to show like sometimes you'll just have a day like that and that's just what's going to happen. And the more that you can just keep a positive attitude, like you know, did this affect me negatively forever and ever? No, it was one day of just some random stuff happening that threw a little bit of a a curveball into the plans. But other than that, I mean, it was fine. And so the more we can train ourselves to not overreact to things that happen and to really realize that it's not that big of a deal. Okay, my cord broke. Cool. I'll get a new cord. Like, yeah, I can't get my episode up that day, but I knew you guys would understand. And you know, it's obviously not ideal, but sometimes things like that just happen and we just have to let it happen, right? And maybe that means that I'm about to manifest something that I really want because a lot of times a couple bad things can happen before allowing that thing that you want into your life. But anyway, that is my little saga. We are going to get right on into the episode. Thank you so much for being patient and thank you for being here today, for pushing play, for taking that step and committing to this wonderful journey of mastering your mindset and transforming your life. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere where you get your podcasts. And I challenge you guys, pick a friend or a family member this holiday season who could maybe use a little bit of, you know, uplifting, a little bit of, um, 
inspiration and send them a link to your favorite episode of this podcast. I think with the holidays rolling around and New Year's, people are definitely in that mode of wanting to improve, wanting to reset in time for 2021 to be a better year. So I recommend sharing this with a friend. It obviously would help me out being able to get this out to even more people. But also if you, you know, are sitting there and this has truly impacted you, then I know that someone else could benefit as well. So guys, let's get right on in to the episode. So like I mentioned, in addition to some of the exercises and techniques we talked about in part one and two, another great way to become a manifesting machine is to begin thinking in a more positive way, just in general, right? To train your mind to be a little bit more positive. And what I've come to find is that the more you intentionally think positively, as in like the more you actively think to yourself, I'm going to have a positive outlook on what just happened, you know, or maybe you can yourself being negative about something and you stop yourself in your tracks and you're like nope you know I'm not going to do that um, so the more that you do that the more you intentionally think positively the more like the stronger your positive thoughts will get and the more naturally they will creep into your mind without you actively having to think to do it right it'll just become this natural reaction you will just think more positively it will become a part of your lifestyle And just like learning any new skill, when you're training your mindset at the beginning, you have to make a point of doing the exercises, right? Saying the affirmations, saying the gratitude, et cetera, whatever it is, you have to make an actual point to do them. And sometimes you don't even believe it and you feel like, you know, maybe you feel like it's all phony and like, what is this actually doing to me? But what you find is that slowly it does shift your actual beliefs and your thoughts. And now something that you had to think about doing before becomes natural and it happens without you thinking to do it, which is so cool when you actually see this happening to yourself. It's crazy. You slowly just train your brain to see the positive in things without thinking about having to see the positive in it, right? Like me that day when everything happened. I wasn't thinking to myself, okay, Adrian, be positive. I just genuinely was positive. Like no part of it upset me. Genuinely, I was not upset at all. And I think that comes from years and years of me showing myself that I don't have to get upset about everything, that these things don't affect me the way that I might have thought that they did, that they're really not that bad. So it becomes a habit just like anything else, right? Thinking positively, seeing things positively, it becomes a habit. Um, And I do want to just emphasize, like, I'm in no way telling you guys to just, you know, never have emotion, never cry about something, never be sad. Like, human emotion is so important and so beautiful. And not everything in the world is going to be happy and roses and butterflies all the time. And that is the truth, okay? But what I'd like to just emphasize on here is that although that's all natural and we want to feel all of our emotions, we're also in charge and in control of the way that we let those emotions affect us in the long run and, and even in the short run. But, like... We need to be able to like moderate that and be like, okay, I'm going to let myself feel sad about this today and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have an amazing day and I'm going to look at all the positive things and look at the bright side, right? So I in no way am telling you guys to shut off all your negative emotions and bottle it up and feel, you know, pretend to be happy all the time. No, we're just talking about ways to naturally adapt a little bit more of a positive mindset. So I'm going to give you guys those tools right now, some of those ways to help inspire you guys to think more positively and just to boost your overall positivity. So the first way is to keep a gratitude journal or a jar. Now, it's a little bit past Thanksgiving, but this was written to also, you know, be just in time for Thanksgiving. But I believe that we should really be expressing gratitude all the time and not just at, you know, a time like Thanksgiving. Um, 
But seriously, expressing gratitude to yourself, to the universe, to your loved ones is one of the most surefire ways to become a better manifester. And not just because I say so, it's it's definitely something that has been studied a lot and researched a lot. There's a lot of evidence to support this that being able to acknowledge gratitude is one of the best ways to just overall improve your life, improve and increase your sense of well-being and your positivity, everything. It's so important to recognize and be grateful for the progress that you have made and for the things that you already have now because it tells the universe that you want more, please, more of this, please. Like when you're feeling positive about the things that you have that are good or the place that you are that's good or even the process of getting there, which we talk about all the time, the importance of the process and loving the process rather than just the end result. But if you continuously tell you know, yourself and the universe and put that energy out there that this is amazing, thank you so much, wow, I'm so grateful, I'm so lucky, you know, everything is good, then it'll just bring more of that into your life. I also find that showing gratitude personally for me is super necessary because it's so easy to get caught up in worry and fear, like thinking about the future or just dwelling on the past. And we don't always stop to savor the good moments. And I'm definitely guilty of this sometimes. We're so in this hustle, go, go, go mentality, especially as young people, as entrepreneurs. Um, You know, I think there's a lot more pressure nowadays, or, or we at least feel a lot more pressure. We create a lot more pressure to be hustling all the time, to be working all the time, to be busy, busy, busy. That even when we do accomplish our goals, sometimes we don't even pause to celebrate it or to even really acknowledge that, hey, we hit that goal, even if it's just one little goal like on the path to hitting all of our future goals, right? Sometimes we don't actually pause to really appreciate that. We're already on to the next thing. We, you know, we're already like, okay, but so now I hit this, but I'm now I'm behind on this next goal. And that's just not going to be the healthy way to celebrate our wins and to actually get more of those types of wins. We need to allow ourselves more time to savor those moments and those achievements, not only because we freaking deserve to, first of all, but also because it actually will help us create and attract a lot more of those opportunities and achieve more of those goals in the future. So my suggestion is to keep a gratitude journal of some sort or even just a note on your phone, whatever's easiest for you, and try to write down at least one thing that you're grateful for every single day. And of course, if you want to get even more into this, two to three things, if you have time and want to, are even better. Um, But even if you can only write down one thing every couple of days, like it will have a tremendous positive effect on you, I promise. You'll become more mindful and conscious of the things that inspire appreciation the things that you really enjoy and love right and you'll really start to notice more things that you're grateful for rather than accidentally taking them for granted that's something that I noticed with me the most was that once I started savoring moments and by the way savoring I've talked about before but really what that just means is that when you're in that moment of like high vibrational frequency like you're in that zone where you're like wow I feel good whether it's like you're watching a sunset you're doing something that makes you happy Savoring just means consciously taking a couple more seconds or minutes or just moments to like sit there and kind of like acknowledge that you're in that zone, right? Like if I'm watching a sunset and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful, I'll consciously decide like I need to savor this. I need to really look and pay attention for a second and think to myself how beautiful this is and how grateful I am to be in this moment instead of just kind of letting it pass me by. So the more that you can write down like and and especially if you're new to this when you actually search for something that you're grateful for in your day and it can be big or or small 
Um, the more that you start to notice more of those things around you all the time, naturally, right? Instead of having to kind of sit there and think like, hmm, what am I grateful for today? You'll be in that moment and you'll be like, wow, I'm so happy that that grocery store clerk was so sweet. Like they really just, you know, made me feel good just then or whatever it is. You'll become more and more like mindful of those and more conscious of those things as they're happening, which all is just this, you know, feeds this positive feedback loop um, that ultimately will help you to manifest things even better. I also want to note the importance of appreciating both the big and the little things, right? Like, of course, you'll be grateful for that job promotion or some gift from a friend or, you know, some big thing. But try to discover the little things about everyday life that you appreciate as well. The smell of fall scented candles is one thing that I, um, oh my God, I'm so grateful for. Um, the fact that your roommate took out the trash instead of you, another thing that I am very grateful for when it happens. Um, you know, how pretty the sunset looks, anything big or small, no matter how bad of a day you might be having or what circumstance you're in, there really is always, always, always something to appreciate. And sometimes you just have to dig. Sometimes it'll be right in front of you, but there's always something, even if you feel like you're in the worst of circumstances or you're having the worst day in the world, um, there's always something to be grateful for. What drives you? What inspires you? You know why you're thinking about your education and career. You just need to know how to make your vision a reality. Indiana Wesleyan University will get to know you and your goals, challenge you to achieve, and support you beyond graduation day. We're regionally accredited and offer a tuition guarantee to save you money on more than 160 online degree programs. You know why? IWU is how. Visit IWUishow.com to learn more. So another approach to this, if you are not so much the journal type or the note type, is to keep a gratitude jar. And here's how this one works. So what you do is you write down the things you're grateful for the same way that you would the journal, but instead you fold up a little piece of paper every time. So you write it on a piece of paper, you fold it up, maybe a sticky note, and you put it in a jar. So what happens is instead of just, you know, reading this every night or whatever, when you find that your mood has dipped um, or you're not feeling it one day or you're just in some sort of situation or mood, you can just pull one out and remind yourself of the good in your life. And honestly, just reading that like triggers our brain to be like, oh, yeah. And you can kind of what's the word? you will start to embody, I guess, that same emotion that you felt when you were writing that down, thinking, man, I'm so grateful for this. If you're in like a crappy mood and then you pull it out and you read it, it'll actually pull those same kinds of emotions out, which is awesome. One more important note about gratitude before moving on to the other ways to boost positivity is that the more you get a hang of it, so the more you are, you know, really being aware of the things that you're grateful for and the more that you're consciously thinking of it, the more you'll also notice other people around you changing their attitudes and mindsets also because you're exuding so much positivity, it'll be infectious. And I know you know what I'm talking about when I say that moods are contagious because this tends to happen by itself. Like, you know, if someone's really grumpy and they walk in the room, sometimes it can totally change your mood and that's that's normal, that happens. And this tends to ha happen all by itself, but finding small ways to spread more gratitude, like saying a sincere thank you to anyone who helps you or, you know, any chance you get will help boost it. So as you give out gratitude, you attract gratitude and all the positive energy flowing around you will help you master the power of intention, which is amazing. Okay, so the next way to boost positivity is going to sound obvious, but I, I'm going to elaborate is by treating yourself with kindness. Self-care people and, you know, 
whatever it is that's just taking some steps to be nicer to yourself. I know you probably hear this 10 times a day already, but hear me out. It is so important to not only treat ourselves with kindness, but to be intentional with it, especially when we get too busy to think about it, honestly. Like for me, here's an example. I love watching TV. I love it. I love a good show, but I honestly don't watch TV. I never do. Like I only have just started watching more TV kind of like recently and during quarantine. But when I find myself in that busy workflow, I just, I don't ever do it. I am too tired by the end of the night. I need to go to bed so that I can wake up early and grind again. And most people are like, okay, awesome, Adrian. Like, I wish I knew how to watch less TV. What a problem to have, right? But at the same time, it's not healthy for me to never indulge in one of my favorite forms of relaxation. There needs to be a balance. So if you're like me and it's hard to be intentional about self-care, one thing that you can do is promise to spend at least 30 minutes a day doing something just for fun, just for pure pleasure or enjoyment, whatever it is. It could be reading a book, scrolling on TikTok. That was another thing I found myself doing a ton in quarantine. Um, Watching a movie, taking a bath, literally whatever it is that makes you happy. um, Do it for 30 minutes. Just vow 30 minutes a day, pure pleasure and enjoyment, nothing else, no work, no stress. Um, And this can be a serious mood booster, even when it's just for 30 minutes. When you treat yourself, here's the important part, okay? I just want to emphasize this. When you treat yourself, you send out a signal that you value yourself and you believe that you deserve the things you want, right? That is you signaling yourself, your brain, your higher power, the universe, that you deserve this. You value yourself and you deserve to relax and you deserve to pamper yourself and you deserve the things that you want and you deserve to do the things that you want to do. And this has, you know, an outstanding effect, a lasting effect, and just an effect beyond just that one thing that you're doing. This will train, again, your subconscious to believe these things, to believe that you deserve the things that you want. And a huge key with manifesting your desires is to actually believe that it is possible to achieve them and to get them. It's one of the most important parts. You have to believe it. Your believability on a scale of one to 10 has to be a 10. Those of you that know the or have done my kind of manifestation worksheet, the nine steps, you know that believability has to be at a 10 for it to work. So the more that you just treat yourself, the more you're training your subconscious without even knowing that you value yourself and that you do deserve these things and that you do believe that, you know, you can achieve all these things. Another thing you can do to treat yourself with kindness, and this one has definitely changed my life, is slowing down a little to think before just committing to something that someone asks of you, right? So we only have so many decisions we can make in a given day, in a given week. Um, And I've really noticed this as I've gotten older. I always, it's called decision fatigue when you just get too tired to make decisions anymore. We only have so many decisions we can make, so much energy we can exert and meetings that we can have in one day, right? Before we drain ourselves of our resources. So when you're asked to put something extra on your calendar or, you know, if you're asked for help from someone, be kind to yourself and give yourself a minute to think about whether you do or don't have the energy, whether this will be good for you or not. And don't be afraid of saying no if it's not and for more on that I actually have a whole episode on the art of saying no because I know it can be tricky it can be really hard especially when you want to help people Um, it can be hard to say no it can also just be uncomfortable and awkward so I have a whole episode on that but the point is if you deplete all of your resources you will lack the energy you need in order to master your own you know self and and intention and manifest your goals so it's really important to really slow down and just be intentional about what you do or don't commit to 
The next way to boost positivity is to create learning lessons out of bad days and mishaps, right? So another way to say this is just to find the silver lining in everything. I've talked about this before, but I just want to touch on it again. When you encounter setbacks or what appear to you to be setbacks in life or in a given day, it is absolutely in your control to decide that you're going to view these as learning lessons rather than problems or setbacks, right? So things happen, you can either be like, man, I have so many problems today, like me on that day, me on that bad day before Thanksgiving. Um, And I wouldn't even call it a bad day because I, in no way, was it like affecting me negatively. Just a lot of things happened that weren't ideal, but it didn't really affect my mood. So when you encounter setbacks or what you think are a setback, you get to choose whether you're going to be like, okay, let me take this as a lesson. Let me find what the lesson is or whether you're going to, you know, sit around and view it as a problem. And one of my favorite quotes literally ever is a problem is only a problem if you make it one which is so true. Like we call things problems, but what if we called things lessons? What if you said like, instead of a, oh, I ran into a problem, like, oh, I ran into a lesson or something, right? It's like, it's all about reframing kind of how we even view what a problem is and if problems even exist, right? So maybe instead they're messages from the universe or, you know, like I said, lessons, whatever it is, signs that will actually help you continue down the correct path and guide you towards your goals. But you just don't realize it, right? Like maybe all the setbacks that you think are setbacks in your life, getting rejected from that job or whatever it is, maybe those are actually just messages from the universe and signs that you need, like that was supposed to happen to, in order to continue down the path you're actually supposed to go and the goals that you actually have, you just have to kind of trust sometimes that it is guiding you in the right direction. And when you view all those setbacks as problems and not as just like challenges faced that you can overcome and that you can learn from, you're going to have a problem. You're going to just create all this resistance and it'll be harder and harder to actually move towards your goal because you're viewing every little obstacle as a setback as, oh, it's not meant to happen when really it could be quite the opposite. So if you're really willing to face these difficult days and experiences like head on, then you'll often find kind of that hidden gem of information that teaches you something very important. For example, here are some examples. Let's say you went out on a date and you thought you really liked the person and then you had a terrible time and it didn't work out, like the date was awful, whatever it was. Now, this could be seen as a fail or a waste of time or something must be wrong with me. Why didn't it go well? Why was it like that? Or it could be seen as something that helped you further realize what what things you do want and need in your ideal partner. And maybe that person just wasn't it. And we need that, right? Like we need to experience certain things sometimes to know what we don't want and what we do want. Or else we would just date duds our entire life and, uh, you know, never be like, you know what? I don't want that. If you get rejected from a job you thought you really wanted... Be honest with yourself about the skills or the qualifications that maybe you should have had. And then you can work on those and smash that next job interview. Or maybe you'll even realize that this job was far better suited than, you know, the other one anyway. Like that new job interview that you had. You'll be like, oh, actually, this was a way better fit, right? So you sometimes just have to let the universe do what it's going to do. And that's actually my favorite thing, dealing with rejection, learning to deal with it. And I learned at a young age, or I guess I just had the attitude that if they didn't want me, then I didn't want them. And it worked really well for me. If a job didn't want me or a college, I just kind of decided to adapt the mindset of like, okay, well, I probably don't want to go there. If they don't want me there, I probably don't want to be there either. It probably isn't a good match because I know my strengths and my talents. And if they didn't see them, then it probably wouldn't have ended well. Um, 
there's always something better suited. And and again, this goes both ways. Sometimes you'll have a rejection and you'll be like, okay, this means like I need to work on some of my skills and try again. Or it'll mean, you know what, maybe that wasn't the best fit anyway. It can go either way, but the but what is the common denominator is that we're taking it as a lesson and we're choosing to view it as a lesson rather than just a problem that we complain about and like blame external factors for, right? So The final way that I suggest right now for boosting positivity is to evaluate your relationships. You've always heard people say, or maybe not always, but you've probably heard someone say like you are the culmination of the five people you spend the most time around or whatever that quote is, right? And I've heard this before and it's really stuck with me. And this is important, especially as we get older and go through various like different phases of life. It's important to evaluate your social circle at each of these stages, I think personally, Um, because you'll be able to see as you evaluate where negativity might be seeping into your life and maybe it's happening without you consciously realizing it. I've actually just recently had the realization of how bad for my mental health someone is uh, in my life who I have to spend a lot of time with and I'm currently figuring out what to do about it and how to best kind of cut ties there and and not in any sort of way that's dramatic or negative it's just this is life sometimes someone just isn't great for your mental health and you know you just have to evaluate and you have to ask yourself do should I have to be putting up with this every day do I you know is it my duty and my job to be around this person who only brings negativity into my life? And the answer is no, of course not. Um, So I'm trying to figure that out and navigate that right now. And a good way to figure out if someone might be this person is to ask yourself, am I surrounded by supportive people who truly enjoy celebrating my success? Am I around people who believe in my potential and who are happy to give me as much as they take from me? And if so, if yes, then you're naturally going to be more positive more of the time because you're around that. You're around support and positive energy. On the other side of the coin, if you've been interacting with people who criticize you no matter what you do or experience jealousy when others do well or when you do well or maybe you have that friend that just like talks a bunch of smack about other people like every time you're together. I've had a couple of those types of friends and you don't realize sometimes in the moment how much that negativity can weigh on you and how it just really turns a lot of things into negative things around you and you don't want that. And it's just hard, you know, if if you do have those people, it's hard to stop the negativity from interfering with you and your life and your attempts to manifest your dreams. And nobody has time for that, right? So it's good to evaluate this from time to time and do your best to pull away from those negative influences and to draw closer to the positive ones. So guys, that actually wraps up this final part of the episode on boosting positivity. So to kind of wrap it up, um, really a lot of what we're focused on today is gratitude, keeping a journal or a jar. This can really help just every single day finding the good that happened and really truly acknowledging the things you're grateful for. Even if you had the worst day in the world, but you had an amazing bowl of cereal, great. Then say out loud or say in your head or write it down. I'm so grateful for this cereal. This cereal filled my belly and it tasted good, right? It can be as silly as that, but just get yourself into the habit of finding those things because soon enough it'll become natural and you won't even have to look and you will just be viewing things more positively. And I cannot express the profound positive effect that will have on you and for a long time. So we talked about gratitude. We talked about treating yourself with kindness, setting aside time where you intentionally do something that is is enjoyment for you or, or pleasure or self-care, whatever it is. Um, you are then training yourself to believe that you deserve to have the things you want and that you deserve to relax and you are, you know, you value yourself. And then finally, 
Um, we talked about how we can decide to create learning lessons out of mishaps or, or problems or bad days or whatever we, ch- we are currently viewing as those. We can decide to reframe our mind to not view those as problems, but rather as learning lessons and as signs from the universe and just go with the flow and take it all as it comes. So that is the end of this episode and the end of this mini series. Let me know over on Instagram what other potential series you guys would want, other topics you want me to expand on. I love, love these episodes and I'll still be varying it up with some shorter episodes, some slightly longer episodes, interviews, a couple of cool, really cool interviews are coming um, and I'm really excited. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go have an amazing day, an amazing week. Stay safe and healthy and enjoy your holidays coming up here soon. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply.